Good morning. It is a Friday, the 15th of September. We made it halfway through the month here on Kale and Company Live, WKXL, NHTalkRadio.com. We are presented by our good friends at Northeast Delta Dental. Northeast Delta Dental has individual and family plans designed to fit your lifestyle. Learn more and find your plan at deltadentalcoversme.com. That is our resident flick chick, Kitty Ray, reading it beautifully. Well, it's because Tom's not here. Tom is (laughs) not in the house today. Tom uh, is in Portland, Maine, I I do believe, because uh, he threw out the opening pitch last night at the uh, Portland Sea Dogs game at uh, beautiful Hadlock Field in, in Portland, Maine. And I'm just uh, looking up right now to see how the Sea Dogs did last night after Tom mm. uh, threw out that first pitch. He is meeting with his uh, board of directors. So right. he is uh, on official business, official business uh, in Maine. So. And we're glad that he is because, you know, obviously as the uh, our official sponsor, we want him out there with the board and uh, doing his regular job. <laughs> And uh, he sent me a video last night of him uh, throwing out the first pitch uh, in Portland. And he did it in the Tom Raphael style. He did. He likes to get a lot of air under it. He mm-hmm. lobs the ball. It's kind of like an EFAS pitch. If you know what an EFAS pitch is. I don't. Uh, it doesn't have much velocity, but it's got uh, a lot of height. And it takes a, a slow dip uh, toward home plate. And that's exactly what Tom did last night on the mound. He pitches from the mound. He doesn't stand in front of the mound when he throws out a first pitch. He is on the rubber. And it makes it to home plate. Yes, and he puts a lot of air mm-hmm. under it. That's right. And uh, well, air is I, good. Won't, I won't say hot air. Uh, <laughs> but uh, Hartford beat Portland last night. 5-4 uh, to four was, the, uh, was the final score in that one. Uh, Fisher Cats uh, lost last night to Somerset. They will play uh, again tonight at Delta Dental Stadium at 6.35 against the Yankees' uh, AA affiliate, the Somerset Patriots. So uh, if, uh, you know, you don't have much else to do, hey, baseball for three more days at uh, Delta Dental Stadium, and that will do it for the uh, 2023 wow. season. Yeah, and this is the, what, the ferocious, Gatos Ferocious? Gatos Ferocious, yes, yes. They'll be playing uh, in different uniforms tonight and be going by a Gatos Ferocious. Yeah. Ferocious cat. Exactly. Yeah. Right. Of New Hampshire. That's right. And uh, hopefully they'll uh, they'll win tonight and uh, finish off the season in, in grand style. With... That would be bueno. <laughs> there you go. There you go. So a lot of things uh, going on today. Tom will not be with us. He did call in uh, during our show on uh, Wednesday. Yeah. And uh, he did uh, give his NFL picks for weeks two and three because next week, Kitty, as you know, uh, we are going to have a very special week here on WKXL. It's Local Musicians Week number two. We did it before. Yes. And we vowed then that we'll do it again. And it was very successful. It was very successful the first time. It will be as, if not more, successful this time because we've extended it to six shows. Whoa. Yeah, it'll be next Monday. Next Monday through the following Monday. Wow. With some great talent, really. You know, it is amazing, and you know this, and, and, and many people do that we have uh, lots 
and lots of musical talent in this area, in the state of hey, New we, Hampshire alone. We have right here in the studio. That's right. Well, Cat so, is here yes. in, the, in the next room. Yes. And, uh, you know, a lot of great performers. It's amazing that, uh, you know, in a state this small, we have so many talented mm-hmm. artists. Good things come in small packages. That's, that's what I've heard. That's it. And uh, not only do we have great performers, but we have great venues here, too, where they are able to perform. Now, lots of them. In fact, uh, many you've probably uh, never heard of. I heard of some new ones uh, in talking to some of these uh, artists that we're going to have on next week. Uh, the lineup is this. On Monday, uh, April Cushman is going to be here. And uh, I first became familiar with April hearing her singing the national anthems, uh, just like Cap Martinez before Monarchs games. And uh, April did it uh, for a number of times. She's going to be here Monday, accompanied by uh, Brad Myrick. So they will be uh, in studio on uh, Monday. Tuesday, it's going to be Paul Hodes and the Blue Buddha Band. Nice. Featuring my uh, longtime friend, uh, Eddie Raska, on drums. He did an outstanding job. He sat in the corner over there and, and played his uh, drum kit. On uh, Wednesday, it'll be uh, singer Wynne Doran. Uh, she will be here on uh, Wednesday. Uh, Ryan Deachman on Thursday. And Ryan has a very intriguing and, I think, uh, inspiring story to tell, not to mention an amazing voice. Ryan Deachman has an amazing voice, and you'll hear it here on uh, Thursday. Friday, Todd Heron, a terrific performer. Uh, He'll be here on Friday, teaches at uh, uh, Phillips Exeter in New Hampshire, in Exeter, New Hampshire. And then we'll wrap it up with uh, Joey Clark and the Big Hearts a week from Monday on the 25th. So uh, you won't want to miss it. And uh, it'll be, uh, of course, our regular times, 8 to 9 in the morning. And we'll repeat it uh, from 7 to 8 at night. Nice. And uh, it's going to be a week full of local music. And uh, this will be our second local musician's week. We also, if you'll recall, did a local author's week. Right, correct. And uh, we, we will do them both again, nice, I'm sure. Nice. Because uh, it, it's just amazing that we're able here, uh, because we're not some big corporation, uh, we can uh, talk about what we want to do and put it into action. I know. We don't have awesome. to go through a lot of bureaucratic red tape. We say we're going to do a local musician's week. We'll do a local musician's week. A local author's week, we'll do that. A local coach's week, we'll do that. Ooh, Because we, nice we don't have to go through any corporations, any votes by boards of directors or anything like that to, to see if it'll fly. We just do it right here at WKXL. The cutting That's edge. That's the beauty of locally owned radio. It is, actually. Yeah, yeah. So. it is. I'm glad Tom's on here, though, because I know he would have brought up something about the uh, driveway coming into this locally owned. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Tom. <laughs> or you can thank me later. Yeah. But uh, Tom gave us picks on uh, on Wednesday. And uh, last night we had a game, uh, an NFL game. And it was mm, uh, yes. the Philadelphia Eagles. The Eagles. The Eagles, as they called them uh, in, in the Philadelphia area. They beat Minnesota 34-28. to Jalen Hurts was pushed over the goal line twice for touchdowns, and he threw for another to 
uh, one of my fantasy receivers, Devontae Smith, so I was happy about that. And it does not matter how that ball gets into the <laughs> end zone. You can be pushed in, you but. can be, you can run in, can be thrown in, as long as it gets over and they get seven points after the extra point. Yep. Or sometimes eight uh, that, points. That is right. But you've got to get it, uh, you know, over that goal line, no matter yes. no matter what it takes. And uh, Mr. Jefferson of uh, Minnesota last night uh, oh, got yeah. it over the goal line, but it went out of bounds. And it was ruled a touchback. No one oh, was yeah. quite sure uh, what the ruling was going to be, whether it was going to be a touchdown or a touchback or a fumble or, or what, but it turned out or to be nothing. a touchback. And uh, Minnesota wound up losing the football and uh, turning it over to uh, Philadelphia. But uh, not a bad game last night on Amazon Prime. I know a lot of people are not happy about having to uh, to purchase uh, you know, uh, websites or uh, different channels to watch the NFL yeah. or any kind of sporting event. Yeah, it takes, actually, uh, I'm one of them. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, what pay- happened to the days where you could just turn it on to Channel 8 or yeah. whatever? <laughs> I know, yeah. The main people can relate to that. Yes. Channel 8 and Poland Springs. Correct. And uh, no, it's tough these days to know where games are. I know. I hey, can Thousands in my of day- channels. But yeah, my day we had three channels. That was it. That's true. <laughs> yeah, now that's it's true. like, yeah. do you have Amazon Prime? Do you have Apple Plus? Do you have yeah. this? Do you? Yeah. Hey, and as a movie person, I know all the streaming and <clears throat> those are great things to have. But come on, football. I know, really. I know. And I mean, I guess, I guess what they're appealing to uh, are people who have, and there are an increasing number of people who have cut the cord yeah so that, ca- yeah mm, that's true so they will subscribe to these uh, platforms like uh, a peacock or uh, showtime or uh, amazon Hulu. prime or you name them yeah. I mean, there are so many of them and uh, and you know they don't have to pay for cable except they need cable to be on the internet at home for one thing that's the biggest expense in a cable bill is your internet. Mm-hmm. And I think that's intentionally that way. It is. Because, it is. you know, people are less likely to cut the cord because they still need the internet. And I know we have to go into break, but cutting yeah. that cord and then doing these other little things, yeah. you're going to find out your cable bill is going to be as high as it was if you had kept if, your... If not more. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> we will uh, take a break. It is Kale and Company Live. Kitty Ray, resident flick chick. I know she saw at least one movie. I did. This past week. No Tom Raffio today. I, no. I tell you, it's, it's not the same. It's like two-thirds uh, but, the fun. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, he shall return. Uh, we will not have a Friday Fun Bunch next week because of our yeah. local musicians week. But we shall return, as they once said, on the 29th of September for the Friday Fun Bunch. That is the next one where I anticipate that all three of the members uh, will be in this Studio B on Reddington Road. We'll take a break. Kale and Company continues right here on WKXL, nhtalkradio.com, presented by Northeast Delta Delta Dental. Kale and Company live, Friday Fun Bunch underway. Sands, Tom Raffio. President and CEO of Northeast Delta Dental, who is uh, conducting uh, company business today, I believe in Maine. He was in Maine last night, anyway. And uh, 
We're talking, uh, texting a little bit, and uh, Tom has uh, long been advocating the dismissal of uh, Heim Bloom, the uh, Red Sox uh, chief baseball operator, and uh, the CBO, I guess you call him, not the general manager. There's another general manager, but he's the CBO, chief CBO. baseball, wow. chief baseball officer. Wow. Heim Bloom no longer after nearly four years, and I, I think. I, I think he's a scapegoat, honestly. I, I mean, not that I agree with everything he's done. Far from it. Uh, and uh, do I think he should have made uh, more moves at the trade deadlines that he's been associated with over the years? Yes, I do. Uh, but I, I think there's an, a lot of blame to go around, and he's pretty much the, uh, the scapegoat because, uh, you know, he did what the Red Sox wanted him to do. Right. Uh, remain competitive at a much lower payroll than they previously had and build up the minor league system, which he has. And there were some, uh, you know, some uh, graduates from his minor league system already uh, playing for the Red Sox. And the minor league system is stronger than it has been in a long time. Uh, and uh, so that's, you know, his doing. And he managed to cut the payroll. I, I don't think, in the overall scheme of things, I don't think the players take enough of the blame or get enough of the blame. People uh, are more likely to blame the manager, blame the general manager or the CBO, the chief baseball officer, than they are the players. And these players are getting paid millions of dollars to perform. And, you know, you just look at the Red Sox roster. Chris Sale hasn't contributed much in four years. And he's the highest paid player on the team. Oh, yeah. yeah and hasn't done much in four years. hes I know he's had issues, but uh, health issues I'm talking about w- with his arm. and uh, But for four years, he's contributed very little to that ball club. And you got Trevor Story. I, I was happy when they signed Trevor Story because when healthy... He's an outstanding ball player, great shortstop, hits with power, hit a home run yesterday, a three-run homer for the Sox. But really, when it's really counted, uh, he hasn't contributed much because of injury. Hopefully next year will be different with uh, Trevor Story. And Raffy Devers this year, it will take him. Uh, if you look at the numbers, the numbers are not bad for Raffy Devers. He hit his 31st home run of the year last night has driven in over 90 runs. The numbers look good. Uh, but he really has not done it in key situations, and he's been the worst third baseman in baseball defensively. So, I mean, you, mm. you can blame the manager and the CBO or general manager all you want, uh, but ultimately it comes down to the performance of the players. Right. You know, so I mean, uh, and people it, will say though, and I and I agree because how many times I've heard, Cora, what are you thinking? Oh yeah, I've, <laughs> During s- I've a, said it many times. I think uh, yes, yeah, that's what I've I was said it many to. times. <laughs> yeah. But when you're recruiting players and they're out there trying to, you know, looking at players and then they take them, uh, you know, it's like okay, um, they're hoping they're going to be able to perform mm-hmm. you know injuries i mean look at aaron Rodgers. i mean 
his, with his move in football. Yeah. But when you said that about Rafi Devers, it's like he how long how many years has he been with the Red Sox? Three or four at least? Fifth or sixth. Yeah. Oh, you're yeah. kidding! Yeah. And I heard the announcers the other night, a commentator saying something like, "Well, he's still young. He's oh, like, he is though. He is. No, I yeah. know, but yeah. he, how many years has he been out on that field? Oh yeah. And he oh, still yeah. isn't. I can. I'm going to refer to Mac Jones or think of Mac Jones. I mean, this is going to be his third season with the Patriots. So, okay, how many years do you invest in them before you make a change? But then, can you alluded to it about the money? So you pay all these athletes all this money. So it's not like you just you know like hey get out of here after a year, right? Because you it's a big investment, and yeah. time is invest is money. So, um, but gosh, so maybe it is the recruiting part of it, you know, Haim. Maybe yeah. it is Haim when you think back. Yeah, well, you got to have a strong uh, minor league system, and he's, he's built that up. Uh, I, I think a lot of people, and I think this is misguided. I think this is truly misguided. They blame him for the trade of Mookie Betts. And I never wanted to see Mookie Betts leave Boston, uh, and, and very few Red Sox fans did ever want to see Mookie Betts leave Boston, homegrown player, yeah. uh, you know, and he's still, you know, playing big time for the uh, L.A. Dodgers and would have played, uh, should have been a lifetime member of the Red Sox. Uh, but unfortunately, uh, I, it was management. I think it was all management. And the, the decision to trade Mookie came before Bloom was ever hired. Really? The, the decision to move uh, Mookie Betts. So don't blame Haim for Mookie Betts. You can blame him for a lot of things. Hmm. I, I think one of the, the things, the Red Sox, now we don't know what goes on behind the scenes. You know, whether Haim Bloom wanted to re-sign Kyle Schwarber and John Henry said, no, it's too much money. Yeah. We'll never know these things. We'll never know. No. And here is Kyle Schwarber, who was uh, a real key for the Red Sox uh, a couple of years ago, uh, was not re-signed. And uh, he's hit over 40 home runs this year for the Phillies. Uh, you know, Mookie Betts, the numbers, he, I just looked it up. 31 homers, 95 runs batted in. And uh, I equate him to a player the Red Sox had for a number of years, J.D. Martinez, who's now a Dodger. But he put up decent numbers. And 31 homers and 95 runs batted in are good numbers. Right. They're good numbers on the surface. But very few of them came when it really counted. Mm. I mean, I can recall many, many situations this year that Devers has been up in game-breaking situations, and he has not come through. Right, yeah. You know, and nobody's ever going to come through every time, not even a third of the time. But you can come through once in a while, <laughs> and I don't think he has. Uh, he said he's piled up some good numbers, as did J.D. Martinez, but they were never in critical situations right so, yeah anyway are uh, that, those clutch players when you say or clutch yeah. situation yeah i'm trying is that when they say they, in a clutch situation you, you, yeah you, you can't you know you can't really uh you can uh you know track how runners hit with uh, you know runners how batters hit with runners in scoring position and that's one way to track how clutch they are yeah uh but it, it, that doesn't really explain the whole picture it's more of an eye test, mm. in, you know, and knowing, uh, you know, you know, when a clutch situation is, when you need a hit, when you know, when you need just to get a runner over, 
from first to second mm-hmm. base in a close ball game. Uh, and uh, a lot of times that hasn't happened. Hey, it's kind of like you want them to step up to the plate. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I know that that's what they're, the team needs yeah. and to deliver on it, right? I don't think any team in uh, pro sports will ever see uh, anyone as clutch as David Ortiz was right. uh, with the Red Sox. Yes. Uh, I don't, you know, he was Mr. Clutch. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, Carl Yastrzemski was like that. In 1967, and he had a number of other good years for the Red Sox, but I would not put him in the clutch category of uh, David Ortiz for his whole career. And, right. Uh, and uh, David Ortiz, if it wasn't for David Ortiz, there would not be uh, uh, four World Series titles in Boston since 2004. Uh, so, anyway, uh, Big Poppy will uh, always be remembered for his clutch hits, his clutch home runs. Uh, you won't remember him for his prowess in the field, however, because he very rarely played it. Uh, he was uh, mostly a DH for the Red Sox. Really? And he came to the Red Sox uh, through the advice and the suggestion of Pedro Martinez. Had it not been for Pedro, uh, there would have been no David Ortiz. And yeah, they're good friends in, now, In too. Boston. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, and they have been for a, a long, long yes. time. Hey, talking about friends... I don't know if you and Tom talked about this or not, but I was so thrilled to meet Mike Petroselli. Right, yeah. Uh, I was so thrilled. I really was. I mean, I, you know, I've talked and spoken and got a chance to hang out a little bit with Rico before, his dad. Yeah. But to meet Mike, oh my gosh. And, and Mike, where did he get that height? Mike's about a foot taller than Rico. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Rico's about 5'9. <laughs> uh, Mike is not 6'9, but he's like 6'4 or 5. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's tall. What a nice kid. And uh, he uh, owns Petroselli Marketing. Yeah. And uh, Rico is involved with that uh, as as well, but it's mostly Mike, and uh, what a what a genuinely nice man, as you said. Yes. And uh, we met him last week at the uh, Delta Dental Golf Tournament in Greenland, uh, New Hampshire, where uh, I performed as I usually perform on the golf course, which is very poorly. No. And <laughs> and and Kitty Ray and our other uh, uh, player and our threesome, yeah, uh, Karen, Karen played uh, very well, and they uh, they uh, you know they certainly held up their end of it i did not and that's the way it usually is hey folks he can really your putting game was on that day i tell you (laughs) it really was it truly was (laughs) Uh, drive for show and putt for dough exactly we'll take a break kale and company continues right here on wkxl nhtalkradio.com we are powered by northeast Northeast delta Delta Dental. dental We have returned. It is Kale and Company Live for a Friday. Kitty Ray in the house, resident flick chick. And I know that she saw at least one movie at the uh, cinema, which appears to be on the chopping block in Concord. <laughs> but uh, let's hope not. Oh, I hope it's or let's, not. And if they, if it is, let's hope they replace it. With a better one? Well, or, no, not a better one. With a more updated, regal, yeah, yes, yeah. Yes. I mean, it's uh, you know, it's you know, I think it's seen it seen better days, uh, regal cinema, but Who hasn't yeah, other than uh, you know the Red River Theater. Where where do we go in Concord to see uh, a movie? Correct. And uh, and so uh, they they were talking. And the reason I, I reference that is because there have been talks this week about uh, demolishing most 
of the Steeplegate Mall and the Regal Cinema Building, which is right next door. Yeah. Now, who did they say who was proposing to do that, doing that? It's the, the owners of the Steeplegate Mall. And, uh, the, is that the Simon? Uh, Simon no, properties? I think it's uh, since been sold. But, oh, it has. Uh, but they are talking about uh, units of housing, which is very much needed. Uh, virtually everywhere, I was going right. to say, in the Concord area. It's everywhere in Correct. the country. Affordable. Uh, affordable housing. And let's hope it is. Yes. And, and I guess it's a relative term. What, what's affordable to somebody is not affordable exactly. to others. But, exactly. But we hope it's not, you know, like in the four to $5,000 a month range, you know, mm. better, you know, like uh, twelve to 1600 or whatever. Oh, I like uh, that one. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You'd be hard-pressed to find one of those these days, I think. But at any rate, tell, tell the folks what you saw this past oh, week. Oh, geez. I went to see my Big Fat Greek Wedding 3. And I'm trying to remember when the last one came out. It was quite a few years ago. But this movie was, you know, only an hour and 32 minutes long. You know, and I'm like, oh, gosh, that's a quick movie. But I'm based, I think movies used to be similar to that duration. Oh, oh, yeah. Now now they seem to be making them longer than ever. Two hours, 2.15. I mean, they're, they're... epic uh, sagas and whatever i mean it becomes yeah. you're gonna have to bring a lunch yeah well you have to sneak that uh, in the movie theater but <laughs> not encouraging sneak you to things do. into a movie theater who's Shh. ever done that well, i don't know <laughs> <laughs> but if you had seen my big fat greek wedding one and two yeah um this is just a continuation of it and it's fun. It's a cute movie. It's fun. And um, this the family, the uh, Portacopolises, I think. Um, I can't remember if that's the right, correct uh, pronunciation. But after their dad's death, they, um, they had promised him that they would uh, go back to his homeland of Greece and uh, to his town and find some of his friends. And they had this one picture of their dad, the father, and um, uh, three of his friends. So, um, yeah, but an hour and a half. It's, it's a lot of fun and looking back. And, of course, when they do get to Greece, which is very soon in the movie, beautiful scenery. Oh, and I have never been Athens, to Greece. Yeah. Yes, and it's just beautiful. Just a beautiful um, setting. And But it's funny, Ken, when you, you went... And uh, some of the actors in it, uh, you talked about Angela Martin. Andrea Martin, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yes, she, she was, uh, Yeah. Mm-hmm. She was uh, on Saturday Night Live for a while. Short time. Short, short time. That's, I, because when you said, no, she was on Saturday Night Live, very short time. Yeah, very and, short time. But you... Canadian, but she was born in Portland, Maine. Yes, yeah. But yeah. Andrea Martin, uh, I saw her uh, a couple of times in person. Once was totally by accident. I saw a taping one time in New York, and it'll tell you how long ago it was, uh, when Kate and Alley, the sitcom, was on the air. They did a taping yeah. in front of a live audience in the Ed Sullivan Theater where David Letterman uh, did his show for many years. And we saw Kate and Alley uh, taped, and uh, Jane Curtin was there. Uh, Susan St. James was her regular co-star in Kate and Alley. But Susan St. James in real life was having a baby at the time, oh. and uh, Andrea Martin uh, took over as you know uh, Jane Curtin's friend uh, yeah. in Kate and Alley uh, for uh, several episodes. And then I saw her, it was not by accident, 
saw her in a production of Pippin uh, in Cambridge, Mass., before it went to Broadway. Mm-hmm. And uh, she uh, she was just amazing. Uh, she, at the time, she had to be, oh, I would say in her late sixties because she's seventy six now. Yes, and she would have to she would had to have been in her late sixties, and she was doing stuff on the trapeze <laughs> as part of the show, the musical Pippin. Yes, and uh, which started in Cambridge, Mass, and moved on to Broadway, and she won a Tony Award. Or her uh, role in wow. Pippin. Yeah I, yeah, I actually had to Google that yeah. so I could check check that out. And it is pretty awesome, pretty yeah. awesome. And in this movie, um, uh, the uh, actress, Via, I think it's Vadalas, Nia, Nia Vadalas, who is Tula in, in the My Big Fat Greek Wedding, she's the writer and director of this. And uh, But John Corbett's in it, and Lainey Kazan, who is the mom... But she's what eight? How old is she? Did oh, we check I think it out? She must 80s? be in her nineties. No, I don't. Oh, I think she's in her eighties, oh, okay. late eighties, like eighty-six yeah. or something. Yeah. But she's been around a long time. Yes, she used yes. to be on the Dean Martin show a lot. <laughs> but she's she. You know, I had a, a pretty good role in this one. But and Joey Fartone from is it was that the Backstreet Boys? Joey Fartone. Was it? It was a Backstreet, Backstreet Boys? I can never remember which group he was I in. think so, yeah. Back, I think so. Oh, that. Lainey Kazan is uh, 83. Oh, my gosh. I said 86 or... 83. She, oh, I knew she was older than Andrea, but yeah. I didn't I didn't know how old. And then John Corbett, and he's Ian Miller, the husband uh, in this, and I just love John Corbett. So I just went basically <laughs> uh, for John Corbett, but... Uh, he, uh, yeah, it, it's a cute movie. It's cute. And, uh, you know, it's, you know, when you're doing like the third movie, yeah. you know, it's, you know, and, and I throughout this for hour and 32 minutes, I am not sure if I heard Oompa. Did, did, was there Oompa once? Because I, I in the first that. two, that, that was often, but there was a lot of, uh, you know, the, like I said, the scenery and the music and it's all about love and and family memories so it's it was a sweet sweet movie hour and a half um yeah i but i'm gonna give it only a three and a half three and a half yeah all right i mean it's not great but hey i was glad i went down that memory lane uh in sync oh in sync or joey fatone yeah or okay. joey fat one it's uh, not n- well, it's F A T O N E. It so, is. Yeah. I say Fatone. <laughs> I did like, Fatone. I know. <laughs> and, do you know? Do you know that uh, our uh, good friend Charlie Sherman uh, lives in Florida now, and uh, he has become uh, good friends with the parents of uh, Joey Fatone. In fact, uh, oh, Charlie, really? Charlie and his wife uh, hang out with the Fatones. They've gone on some cruises together. So uh, I don't. I don't know for sure if Charlie has ever met Joey. I'm sure he has. Have to ask him the next time he's on. Yeah. A Rotten Tomatoes for uh, my big fat Greek wedding mm. three. Forties. Thirty percent. Oh. Thirty percent. What about the fans? The audience, seventy-two uh, percent. Okay. Liked it. Yeah. 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 I, I mean, it's like seeing old friends, I guess. That's what I'm way. saying. It was yeah. like going like, uh, like a line. reunion. A what? It's like a reunion. It is, yeah. and it was. Yeah. This yeah. movie is about a reunion. All right. 
It is. Yeah. That it is. And it, yeah. I don't know why my family doesn't have that type of reunion in Greece. Well, but. you'd have to hire uh, <laughs> SNHU Arena. Uh, <laughs> or Fenway Park or something. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> to get but, all your fa- family in one place. We just have to go to Canada. <laughs> we just have to. Oh, and yeah, Compton. Compton. Uh, I'm straight out of Compton. Straight out of Compton. Compton, Quebec. That's right. Not Compton, California. Right. All right. Compton, Quebec. You got to get that T-shirt. I do. Straight out of Compton. (laughs) We'll take a break. Kitty Ray is in the house. Tom Raffio, uh, we marked him absent today, but he he did bring a note in from home. Uh, Ellen wrote him a note and uh, said that uh, he was (laughs) excused from the show. (laughs) I want to see Havana's note. It's not a note until Havana (laughs) writes it. Kale and Company will continue after these words on WKXL, NHTalkRadio.com. We still have birthdays and NFL picks. Oh, Uh, yeah. Lots of stuff to do. We need an extra hour. That's what Tom would be saying. I I agree. Back with more after these words. We are presented by Northeast Northeast Delta Delta Dental. Dental. Kale and Company live here on WKXL. Next week, we'll have our local musicians week, part two. And it's going to be a great six days. It's actually more than a week. It's uh, Monday through Monday. Wow, that's Looking forward to it because we have some great local talent. Uh, By the way, in the news today, the United Auto Workers Union went on strike at three plants owned by the big three automakers, General Motors, Ford, and Stellantis. After the two sides did not reach a new labor deal on Thursday night, workers are striking at a GM plant in Wentzville, Missouri, a Stellantis plant in Toledo, Ohio, and a Ford plant in Wayne, Michigan. Uh, plants that were not called upon to strike will work without a contract. So so there you go. They're looking for uh, a, pay ro- a pay raise, a very considerable uh, pay, ro- pay raise as well. Full-time assembly plant workers at Ford and GM earn $32.32 an hour. Part-timers make about 17 an hour. Full-time employees at Stellantis earn 31.77 an hour. Part-time workers earn close to $16 an hour. And they're looking to uh, pretty much double that uh, or pretty close. So we'll see what happens. Uh, Joe Biden has always prided himself as uh, the labor guy, uh, pro-union. So we'll see if he steps in and does anything here. All right, today... Uh, birthdays. And Tom isn't here, but we'll let uh, Kitty Ray guess. Uh, It's not a a tremendous birthday day, but there were a few notable folks. Uh, The actor Tommy Lee Jones. Tommy Lee Jones celebrating. Do you know what? Can I? I saw him way back. I can't Way back. Way back. He was on a soap opera. And I can't. I'm trying to remember if it was like General Hospital. Oh, I think it was an ABC one. Yeah, Tommy Lee Jones. Might have been General Hospital. Yeah, so many uh, actors like and actresses uh, got their starts on hey, soap operas. That's Kelly mm-hmm. Ripa. She knows. That's right. <laughs> that's right. She does. Yeah. Um, he's in his 70s. I, I wish um, he's like 75. 75. And he shares the same alma mater. I'm sure Tom would have known this one uh, because oh, he shares his too. same alma mater. <laughs> Tommy Lee Jones is 77. Oh. So you did well. 75 was yeah, not a bad guess. Yeah, I knew he was older than me, so. He went to Harvard, and his Harvard roommate was? Oh, it's a sports person. No. No. I don't know. I can't remember. Al Gore. Oh, 
right. Al Gore That's and right. Tommy Lee Jones were roommates. Oh my gosh! At Harvard, and Tommy Lee Jones was on the Harvard football team. That's right. He, in fact, I have a program. Yes. With his name on it, says Tom Jones. He's listed That's as right. Tom Jones uh, on the roster. Isn't there a movie or some uh, a? Harvard Beach Yale yes. twenty nine twenty nine is one of the great, great, yeah. great documentaries. I want to see that of again. all time. Almost as good as Stolen Bases, the Nashua Pride documentary, mm-hmm. but not quite. But uh, Harvard Beach Yale twenty nine twenty nine is a terrific mm-hmm. something. Even if you're not a football fan, it's a great human interest story right. really yes oliver stone the director mm-hmm. celebrating today as well oh wow mm. 70s is he in his 70s yes he is okay he's he's 78 77 Ooh. Which, which means tommy lee jones and oliver stone were twins <laughs> separated at birth just like me and john travolta That's right. can't you tell the resemblance yes yeah. yeah one got the hair and one didn't prince harry is celebrating a birthday oh. today 40? No, he's not 40 yet. Is, is it a milestone? Yeah, what? he's 30. Okay, because I was thinking of Prince William, Diana, and everything. He's in his late 30s, 38. 39. Oh! 39 for <laughs> Prince Harry. Uh, tomorrow we have a couple of uh, birthdays. Uh, uh, let's see. Uh, Lenny Clark is celebrating. No, he's not. Lenny Clark. Oh, yeah. I love that commercial. Yeah. DraftKings commercial with uh, Chara, Brian Scalabrini, yes, yes. Lenny Clark. And David Ortiz. And Isn't Big David Ortiz? Yes. Yeah, yeah. yeah, he's in there. Um, <clears throat> oh, my gosh. Is he in his 60s? Uh, no. No. Older than? Yeah. He's, you're kidding. 71 then. He's not much older if he's in his 70s. 70. Oh, okay. I, I dispute that, however. Having a little inside knowledge, I dispute that age. Why? Did he? Because uh, 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 I know somebody that used to go to school to, with him. He lied on uh, his application? Uh, 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 <laughs> 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 on his actor's application, he, he did, lied. He did. He on lied. The <laughs> somebody went to Cambridge Ringe and Latin with him. Oh, and yes. He's, he's a little. Oh, yes, right. You told he, me he, that. And he's got to be older. Oh, geez. It says 70. I don't believe it. Oh, I think my he's gosh. A We're going to have to like get him on the air and really ask him. <laughs> That'd be good. Like, yeah. I'd love to have Lenny I'd on. I'd love show. to have Lenny on. He appeared uh, in Manchester not too long ago. And we missed seeing him. We missed him. We, mm-hmm. we went to see something else. Yes. I don't know what it was. It had to be a sporting event. No, it was it? I don't know. Maybe it was. My, oh, it might have been a, an out of town event. Okay. Yeah. An out of town event. I think it, maybe it's when I went, we went to Virginia. Oh, okay. All right. Well, Tom Raffio already has uh, given us his picks for week two and three because we will not have a Friday Fun Bunch next Friday because of our local musicians week. Uh, But week one. Oh, yeah. We had five games. Kitty Ray, you came out with a record of three and two. Okay. I also came out with a record of uh, three and two last weekend. And Tom is bringing up the rear. Oh, Tom. Uh, two and three. Oh, through, boy. Through week one. So he's, he was two and three? Okay. Yeah. So I will uh, tell you that uh, uh, the games this week, uh, first we start with Baltimore at Cincinnati. And I won't say what Tom or I did before you give okay. yours. Ba- okay. Oh, I'm on the wrong one. Baltimore? At Cincinnati. I'm choosing uh, Cincinnati You're with choos- Joe Burrow. All right. Yeah, Okay. Uh, and I'm choosing Cincinnati. Tom is picking Baltimore. Oh, he's going with the Ravens. Yep. Seattle at Detroit. 
I'm choosing the Lions. Okay, so you're going with Detroit? Yeah, I figured they'd, yeah, I'm going to okay. go with that. And it is unanimous. We're all going with Detroit. Oh, okay. San Francisco will uh, take on the Rams in L.A. Yes. All right. I am going, oh, yeah, the two California there. I'm going with the 49ers. And that as well is a unanimous decision between all, right. all three of us. Cleveland will be at Pittsburgh. That's the Monday night football game, or one of them, because mm-hmm. there are two. Two, yeah. yeah. Cleveland at Pittsburgh. Mm, gosh. I'm going to go with the Browns. I'm going with Cleveland. I am going with Cleveland. Tom is going with Pittsburgh. Okay. <laughs> and Sunday night football, Sunday. the Patriots will be hosting Miami. The Patriots 0-1, Miami 1-0 on the year. Don't hate me. I'm going with the Dolphins, going with Miami. Tom and I are both going with the Patriots. All right. So that is week two. Now, week three, we start off with the Patriots traveling to MetLife Stadium in the Meadowlands to take on the Aaron Rodgers-less <laughs> New York Jets. <laughs> you know what? I'm taking the Patriots. And that is unanimous. Oh, gosh. That is unanimous. Denver at Miami. I'm going and staying with Miami. I think Tua is hot. I just think this is, I'm staying with, with, um, with Miami. And being the homers that we are, Tom and I are both going uh, with the Patriots, even though they very rarely win uh, in Miami. Okay, but which one are we doing? Uh, we did, uh, oh, oh yeah. no, 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 no. We, I'm sorry, that's yes. uh, Miami and Denver. Yes, Correct. Yes. And uh, who are you taking? <laughs> uh, let's see. You, you're going with Miami, Tom's going with Denver, and I'm going with Miami. Okay, so, and on the Jets... Uh, we all took we all took the Patriots, right? Yes, indeed. Okay. Yes. So Denver, you took you took them, uh, or Tom did. Uh, Tom took Denver. Okay. We both good. took Miami. All right. Pittsburgh at Vegas. I'm going with Vegas. That is a unanimous decision. All three of us going with Vegas. All right. Philadelphia will be at Tampa Bay. Oh my god. The gosh. Tom Bradyless Buccaneers. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I know. Do you know of all of these picks? It's just all guessing for me, and kind well, I of think like, it's for, for most people. Yeah, for most people. Yes, and then but then I'm like last night with with the Eagles game, and then I was like, okay, which they're not playing. Eagles aren't playing until this until the 24th. I'm choosing the Eagles. Okay, going with Jalen Hurts and the Eagles, and that is unanimous. Oh wow! Kitty picks the uh, Eagles to go three and zero on the year, as they are two and zero right now. And uh, finally, the L.A. Rams at Cincinnati. I'm going to go with the Bengals. Going with the Bengals. And that is unanimous. Oh, my gosh. I think the only difference we have yeah, is I'm that Miami-Denver game, as far as I can tell. Yeah, that's right. Yep. All right. Oh, that's going to be like a snooze fest. Oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> yep. So... That's going to pretty much do it. Uh, today is Make a Hat Day. Ooh. It's interna- you know, it's too bad Tom isn't here today because it's International Dot Day. Inter- he loves dot. to connect he the connects dots. connects the dots. Oh. And this is International Dot Day, and he's not here. And he's missing the donuts. He's missing donuts, too. But, I'm, you know, Kitty and, uh, and Kat have their yes. donuts. I had mine. Thank you, Ken. National Caregiver's Day, National Concussion Awareness Day. 
Double cheeseburger day. I'll take three of them. And I'll gladly pay you on Monday. Yeah, right. <laughs> thank you, Wimpy. And uh, it's thank you day. And National Tradesman Day. And National Cheese Toast Day. Cheese, wow, that's awesome. And tomorrow is International Eat an Apple Day. Nice. And International Red Panda Day. I don't think they mean the, the Panda, woman, that, the woman uh, that is on the unicycle with the plates. I don't think it's that <laughs> one. But, <laughs> but that'll do it for this week of uh, Kale & Company performances. And we are glad that you can join. It could join us next week. And uh, going into the following Monday, Local Musicians Week Part 2. Can't wait to hear it. Kitty Ray, thanks for being with us today, as as always. And uh, Kat, thanks for another great week. And uh, for Kitty and Tom, I'm Ken Kale. Have a great weekend, everybody. And uh, always look on the bright side of life. We are presented by Northeast Northeast Delta Delta Dental. Dental.